What is up, guys? Talking with Tonka, season two now. Season two. Episode six. We're on location today. Past the present vintage here in South Jersey. Is this still South Jersey where we're yes, at? Yes, 100. You're like South Jersey. Yeah, South Jersey. I'm here with Joe, the owner and founder of Past the Present. Dude, thanks for sitting down and taking the time. I know you've been here all day, but definitely appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. For coming. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm here to help. You know what I mean? And like, I, this was a perfect match because I'm, I'm really I'm amazed at the kind of stuff you find. Like when you post your reels of like your hauls, I'm like, how? <laughs> how the heck did you do that? You know what I mean? So I definitely want to dive in like how you go about like your search and everything. But let's first and foremost introduce yourself and like how old you are and what got you into clothing. So, um, my name's Joe. Yep. Uh, Joe Vernacchio. I'm 31. I almost forgot for a second. Yeah. <laughs> when you get past 30, they kind of oh, all yeah. just blur together. I started this, I started thrifting or whatever, like getting into, I was always into clothing um, since I would say probably middle school when okay. I started probably buying my own stuff was mm -hmm. my like introduction into like kind of showing myself like through just not just, just like my own way of expressing myself. It was my way to express myself. Uh, sneakers were really a big part of it. Um, once I was able to buy my own clothes, I didn't grow up with money, like just like most people. Yeah, same. Yep. So I got hand-me-downs, uh, stuff like that. So my biggest thing was once I was always working, uh, shovel snow, every season for us around here, like the kids I grew up with. Yeah. Summer, we mowed lawns. Fall, we raked leaves. Uh, winter, we shoveled snow. Like, you were a hustler. We didn't have jobs yet. Dude, one year it didn't snow, we Christmas cowed, and like, pfft, it was bad. <laughs> like, it was bad. <laughs> not a singer that uh, I assume. Not singers at all. Yeah. It... <laughs> It just gave us like this, just drive to you know. Once you had your own set of money, you know, hundred bucks back then was a lot of money. You got yeah, hundred bucks shoveling snow all day. Went to the mall that next day, you know, got off school a couple times. You know what I mean? It was just yeah, yeah. It really introduced me, introduced me to expressing myself. I played basketball. I played sports, so that was just huge with stuff like that. Um, worked retail, so at fifteen I got hired at um, Zoomies in the mall in Deffert and. From that point on, dude, I got into skate history and streetwear and that and sneakers, all of yeah. that. I've always said this too, and it's really cool. And I've, I wish I was like vocal about stuff when I was super young or, yeah. like, you know, podcasts were a thing back then. Yeah. I always said, man, because like I was a kid that hung out with everyone. Like my main group of friends in high school were like the jocks. Like I played sports my whole life, wrestled, baseball, basketball, football. We did it all. Um, not hockey. We talked about that earlier. No, nah, I did not play hockey. That is one sport. <laughs> Soccer did not play. Um, but my main sports were baseball and basketball. Yeah. And my group of friends were that. But like, dude, I was super into graffiti. I was super Same. into hip hop. Yeah. I was super into streetwear. I was super into skateboarding. Mm -hmm. um, so once I like worked at like Zoomies, I dude, I hung out with everyone. I was called a poser at some points, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can't do this and go do that, dude. Yeah, same. Like, bro, I'm yeah. like, bro, myself, all this shit relates. Like, you're not realizing how much, like, <laughs> your shoes are, I'm wearing Nike skateboarding sneakers and you're yeah. playing in Nike basketball. Like, there, yeah. there's a correlation here. Yeah, somewhere. I used to get you called a I mean? poser because I was a break dancer, but listen to the offspring. Exactly. Like, so I'm like, because you're I'm, just because I'm doing something hip hop doesn't mean my whole life has to revolve around hip hop. I used to be super scared to express myself. No, like, that, they, talk about who I actually was. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I went through a lot of stuff, like, as a kid. Like, I mean, I don't get personal or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. I buried my mom at 14 from drugs. My dad was never around. He was in jail my entire life. So, like, yeah. my hustle comes from a lot of that, too. So Because you had to. Of course. Yeah. I mean, my grandmother, like, I mean, I didn't have, mo- like, I'm not saying I had, like, I had food. I was yeah, yeah. able you to survive. Roof. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I didn't have what I wanted. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? We were all kids. We all wanted stuff. And, like, yeah. I'm grateful as hell. Like, I wouldn't be here without that woman right now. Yeah. Is she still with us? Oh, yes, she oh. is. Yeah, dude. Um, She's my life. Like, I should be around. Like, I, I'll i start crying right now if I yeah, really yeah. get into it, dude. Because yeah, I really yeah. want to start spending more time with her. And, like, yeah, no. That's the thing with the store. just got so into this. But I worked retail my whole life. Yeah. Uh, Getting into that really got me into retail sales the the science behind um you know working at zoomies they taught us a lot and that really boosted me into like there's science behind marketing there's science behind yeah. retail sales there's science behind all of this stuff and it got me into that and like got into working into sports retail i've worked with companies and you know i designed hats we did a bunch of stuff worked with mitchell and ness and a bunch of good big brands for the past right before i opened here i was with them for almost 10 years oh snap um, yeah uh actually like was with them still while opening the store oh snap covid okay like covid hit um but i just was into that for like forever um 2015 ish my grandma asked me to go to like social security with her up in um glassboro which is a town Mm -hmm. not too far away and i really didn't want to go but she asked me to go with her just take the ride yeah and sit in the car while she ran in so while she ran in there was a goodwill next to it let me just run into this place and go and see what they have. Never thought about going into a really good will. I've been there before. Um, I bought, I found like Huff shirts. I don't know if you know. Yeah, so Huff, at yeah. That, at that time, dude, like I was selling those shirts 40 bucks every day in Zoomies. And because I always worked retail, like my friends back where in high school and stuff, they used to call my house Jane Knox Closet. Um, Cause like I worked retail, I would get discounts. So I'd buy all the cool stuff that we were selling sell it to my homies when I was done with it. I was cleaning shoes in my store, uh, porch for five bucks. Like I did it all, like whatever I could, but, um, I was working with them. Oh, where was I going? I'm sorry. I yeah. Left. You were out Mitchell and Ness for 10 years and you, op- you were opening no. the store. Yeah. So fuck, I totally forgot where I just, yeah, that happens I, dude, I always do that. Yeah. That's yeah. My- yeah. It happened. Oh, so goodwill. I found those Huff shirts and I was like, dude, we sell these for 40 bucks. They're $2. Bought them, sold them to my homies, kept going to Goodwill after that, looking for newer stuff, cool stuff, Nike, shoes, and then stumbled upon Vintage, and then found a shirt I liked, looked it up, learned like, whoa, there's a market for like older things, started watching videos and just really doing the research and hunkering down on Vintage, made an eBay, and that's really what woke me up. In like 2016, I made an eBay for Vintage Clothing, and realized there was a market that wasn't just kids it wasn't just uh people our age it was it was everyone literally it mattered like there's something for everybody Mm -hmm. so that was what really like ebay messages is what really made me fall in love with it dude like i had like older 80 old woman one day like i don't know her exact age but an older woman tell me like she had a concert she bought a t-shirt from us from like the 90s and it was like a concert that she went to, had the shirt, lost it. Something like if you go through our Instagram, there's stories of all that type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and that really made me fall in love with it. Like yeah. the story, I'm actually trying to start a YouTube or a podcast for a thing called the story behind it. Where yeah. I want to get people like 
you or people in my vintage community for the same reason you have me on here to hear the stories of where this stuff comes from it's not just me that does it there's tons of people that do this and there's tons of cool stories out there that should be shared yeah because there's a bigger value to vintage in my opinion than money Mm-hmm. And it goes deeper than just a dollar bill. It's connections you make with people. Um, we spoke about that a little bit. Yeah. Like just the amount of, you said three names that I've known from other things. Yeah. Because of this. Yeah. So. It's crazy, man. And uh, like going through your Instagram and like seeing those stories, um, my producer today, my girlfriend Grizel, was talking to her on the way over. <clears throat> you, one of your stories is that Eagles hat. The backwards writing Eagles hat, right? So I wanted to touch on that kind of stuff too later, like as we go along in the episode, because I know this walking, I I told you I was going to come in early and I just wanted to poke around, right? And I'm looking through some of this stuff and I'm like, man, me and my brother had this. I I had that Bugs Bunny Taz shirt that you have on the wall. Like I had all this stuff and it's just like, it just amazes me that you the, the quality is still great one and you told me you wash everything by yourself which mm-hmm. is amazing because i always wondered that too like how how did like are you guys washing this stuff or are you just like going to goodwill and putting it on the shelf you know what i mean so i definitely want to get into the preparation and everything that you go through but first i i, I want the people to kind of learn about you right so now we got the background now right so you you're in the streetwear now because you're, you're working at zoomies and then you're going in more corporate style and everything right now. Yeah. So like when you were, before you moved into here. <clears throat> so like when you're going out and you're looking for things, are you looking at trends? Like what people are wearing right now um, and stuff like that when you're going into a Goodwill or any kind of thrifting market? <clears throat> great. Dude, great question. Cause <clears throat> um, at first, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. Like I started this cause of what I like. Right. Like at one point when you were shopping, like there's people that can just like talk, you know, when I first started Instagram um, and allowed certain people, once I got to know you, um, to come to my apartment and shop a rack in my one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Literally in my living room. That's love right there. <laughs> that, dude, that turned in, that's why we're sitting here. Like that, yeah. that few people that came there turned into me buying another one, but into a bigger apartment into here. Yeah. Um, over the years. But... At first, anything that you came in my apartment and could buy, I ninety percent of it I would wear it. If yeah, because that would, dude. I didn't have money. Like I worked, I had a good job, and like don't get me wrong, but like I moved out at twenty two, twenty three to live on my own. Had a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, was not doing. You know what I mean? Like you can be a manager of a store and. <laughs> When you're on your own, paying your own car, paying your own shit, like bro, you're tweaking at a choir. Ain't easy, man. I was <laughs> learning. I learned, like I learned, just doing it. Yeah. And you know, at that time, I was you know, borrowing money off people every other week because my pay weeks were hitting on opposite weeks of my uh, rent and stuff like. Yeah. And I couldn't risk like buying something that's like cool. Like I'll at least wear it. Like I know I can get the value out of it with that. Over the years, I mean. It's been a lot of that. Don't get me wrong. Not everything I would wear, but t-shirts were always what I was kind of known for. Like t-shirts, t-shirts, yeah. t-shirts. I love yeah. t-shirts. I love sweatshirts. Dude, I'm like, I'm a business and I'm learning that, you know, over the years, trends have changed. Um, Dramatically. I'm wearing baggy jeans tragically. now. I was wearing skinny jeans last so, season. Yeah, so <laughs> like that's the, yeah. And that's, you know, during, you know, right, you know, three years ago, t-shirts were what it was. I was selling shirts for 
prices you wouldn't believe. And don't get me wrong, there's still some that do that. But there's shirts in this store right now that I was selling for five hundred dollars that are now tagged at fifty. Yeah, it's think just about the trend's that. different. Like, yeah, think like and. The During that different. time, a lot of people had more money. Like, yeah, there was, there was a lot of like we opened during. I told her I don't. I think you went um into the back room, but we announced like our store. I announced my grand opening for the shop the week. So the day I announced my grand opening for a week later, New Jersey announced three hours later they're shutting our state down a week later. Fucking shit. So. But it was during that time, and you know, then people were getting extra checks, and once yeah. everything opened back up, dude, retail started going crazy, booming, booming. Yeah. I know, I know. During COVID, when I was getting those checks, I'm ordering you spray buy paint. Any shoe you online. want, yeah, spray, whatever you want. Spray paint online to do the graffiti I have in my house. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but now, I mean, it's it's not like that. I yeah. learned the hard way, dumping so much money into it, and then watching the trends fall and taking losses on stuff and learning the hard way through business just like you do with life like yeah and it was a little like i mean i don't think anything was gonna be perfect i know there was gonna be struggles and <laughs> every day's been a struggle man i've said it a long time ago it's not all smiles and t-shirts like it's yeah it's a lot of hard work that goes into it my struggle is not being up to date with i couldn't tell you what someone wore to the grammys last night yeah. i know the grammys was last night because we have a homie a local homie from philly perry shaw who was nominated for a Grammy for um, his artwork, but mm -hmm. that's the only reason I know it was there last night. I couldn't tell you what something like that's my mistake. Like, yeah, for all I know, someone wore one of those 1950s. Like, we had, I just started carrying stuff of that nature. I used to pass on a lot of stuff. That's the hot stuff now. Yeah, dude. that's what people want. That's, that's, they want that's tough. True, like uh, it's you know older vintage 40s, yeah. 50s, 60s. I noticed that Te a I, lot of people are wearing that like fifty call style. Call it textures. They yeah. don't want just a cotton shirt. You want a corduroy pant with a. It's it's nicer, dude. It's, yeah, it's a nicer look. I dress the way I dress because I like it. Yeah, fact. I dress like a like baggy pants, like yeah, baggier hoodies because it's comfortable. It's what I've worn, and I'm I have the luxury to be able to do that. Yeah, we were going out to a nice dinner tonight. Don't get me wrong, I'd have something really nice on, but like you would have those everyday pants. style. <laughs> like exactly, yeah, like, yeah. I literally brought a pair of cords from my house that didn't fit me over the past. You know, I've had them for a year. Brought them there, pair of a life streetwear corduroy pants, but I. I, I know how to, like, my everyday wear, though, for what I'm doing, digging through clothes and dealing with people in a shop, like, I want to be as comfortable as I possibly can. Facts, so I'm yeah. just going to wear what I like. Yeah. What I collect. Yeah. Uh, but now, like, you know, it's about textures. It's about looking nicer than yeah. the average t-shirt can make you look. So. I guess, I, I guess in that aspect, because I can see the wall over here, um, you have, like, the Carhartt vest, and yes. you have some, like, like it looks like polo stuff and you have the Gucci box, which is awesome. Um, it was funny. Grizel point, pointed out an LL bean jacket that she has that her was her mom's years ago. She pointed out, you have a red one, which was it. It, like, that's the coolest jacket I've ever seen. So like you having that is cool. But what I was getting at is like, you have the dress of your stuff. So if people are listening and they're into the textures and into doing layering, he has those options here. Yes. Well, so, that's, I just started it. Yeah. I just started it. But yeah. over this year, I've learned. And, and I love the shelving because <clears throat> I had, that's how my sneaker room looks is with the pipes yeah. and the boards. I wanted the whole, I mean, so the reason the whole store is not like that is, dude, I opened the store with $2,000 in my, to my name. Trust me. I know it's expensive. And if I didn't, that. if I didn't make it, I was. Yeah. I was borrowing money again yeah, for that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, 
Um, but if you ever want to do that again, I can show you the cheaper route that I went to make it look like that. And it you was. I'm gonna be cheaper. honest with you. Yeah. I don't even want to say this shit on camera. I yeah. I think I paid. 240 bucks. All right, so you're on the same page as me. I found the cheaper route to do it because I, I saw it on TikTok or whatever, and they people are paying all this like stuff from like Home Depot. I, I, I was gonna say I almost went to Home Depot and yeah. pieced it out myself. And I went on Amazon, thousands, yeah, uh, Amazon.com, and it was like uh, 120 a pop, right? That it was like, like six feet, yeah. yeah, it was like the weird steel too, like the, the cheap steel stuff. So I was yeah. Like, yeah, 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 no, it's just a case. Oh, I did so my buddy who put it up for me, yeah. He's like a contractor and oh, bet. He, okay. he was like, dude, these anchors they gave you are no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> he went to the department store or to the hardware store. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Super industrial like hangers. So like the wood hangers, the dry hangers like, that you screw into. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, okay. Like, and then like he was doing sit-ups off of it. Oh, so. Or like doing it's, pull-ups yeah, off it's of strength. it. Yeah, straight. It's like straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good. You can these things are pretty indestructible. But uh <laughs> definitely sturdy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I was like I was telling I was telling Joe before we started, I was like, I, I really want to invest in getting different stands, but I was like, these these are more podcasty. I like you it. I mean, so I like is, it. it's like a retro y look. Yeah, yeah right. Just like your store. Like, it fits the yeah, perfect aesthetic. Exactly, and, yeah, that's what and I think I one of the things I you know, not to get off the the trends and everything, but it's like it's so funny as I sit here with you, you know, I mean your eyes like wander, right? Every time I look up there's something else I find. Man, you're going to make me... I'm struggling right now. Okay. And I'm not saying this as like, oh my God, but I'm in the point of my business ownership career where, where do I go? Do yeah. I want to go? So when I originally wanted to open, I love the whole boutique sneaker yeah. store look, the clean display, mm -hmm. one item plant. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Always liked it. I wanted to do like half the store like that. Half. Dude, the amount of stuff I get in, the amount of stuff I find, the amount of stuff that I think is cool, I couldn't. And that's why you see the store as is. Yeah, I love it. A I'm lot of, be honest. I love it. See, you can lot, adjust those if you I need to. I am right yeah, now. Yeah, the yeah, one yeah. side I'm fixing is yeah. my hat. Um, awesome hat, too. For people that uh, are listening on uh, the streaming sites, he's wearing a sick, I think it says 1998. Calder Cup. Yeah, the 1998, uh, the championship for the uh, – Lehigh Phantoms now, but when they were in Philadelphia, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know when they moved. I couldn't. Yeah, but the Philadelphia Phantoms. That's when I used to go to games. Yeah, they were like eight bucks a ticket. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was fucking awesome. River Sharks for hockey. Yeah, so I can't lie. I guess I did watch hockey. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but like, I, you can. I, I I understand. Like, you get, you get so much stuff. It's probably overwhelming. Like my brother has all those in sync things. Like he yeah, has all those. The reason those are up there is because like that's another thing. You can probably point out there's a lot of stuff. Maybe like there's a Dolphins helmet up there. I don't know why it's up there. Someone probably gave it to us. Yeah. But you have a like, Raiders helmet. sync things are there because like my sister had those when I was yeah. up. Like that's a memory for me. And like just growing up and I, I, I was born in 1983. So like uh, my brother was born in 81. So growing up like we probably had this bed sheet because like I'm into everything uh -huh. I am into now because of my brother. That's awesome. Right. So my brother I have a big, big uh, Voltron tattoo on my arm, and that I got that because of my brother. Because oh. my brother, he is, he's, he's actually going to listen to this, and I don't think I've ever told him. I was into Voltron because of my brother. That's so cool. I was into Transor Z because of my brother. So like, when I look at those, I, it reminds me of my brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I have a tattoo. My mom passed away 2010, so I have a uh, her uh, um, astrology like um, star 
whatever yeah. on my arm. You know what I mean? So when I look around this store, it just reminds me of my childhood. You know what I mean? Because my brother got me into all this stuff. He got me into wrestling. He got me into, well, obviously, insane because he looked like Joey Fatone. So it was like, <laughs> he was a, he, my actual brother was actually into wrestling. He was a wrestler in like oh, no. independent circuit for a little yeah, that's while. That's awesome. He went by uh, Mikey Fat One or Joey Fat One. Dude, I love that. <laughs> yeah, but he that's spelled so it P H A T O O N E. But like seeing that Bartman guy up there, I had that. So it's like, if you guys are in the South Jersey area, and it's, it's not even far from Philly, it's 21, it took me 21 minutes to get here in rush hour. Yeah. So that's nothing. So if you guys just want, if even if you're not going to buy anything, just come over and look at the nostalgia in this store. Like, yeah, you come say what's up. Yeah. Like, Joe's a great guy. We talked for, <laughs> like, like, an hour yeah. before we even started, which is great. And that, and like, just looking around, man, I, I can f- keep finding things that I didn't see, and I've been here in almost an hour and a half, but... I know this is what happens with talking with Tonka. We go off on tangents and then we go into other things. But uh, to jump back on track, uh, just a reminder that this episode and every episode uh, of season two is fueled by Rainstorm. Sorry, Rain. I'm really getting in the moment of saying that in the beginning and the end, but I'll throw it in there now. But uh, you're trying to Rainstorm. You actually like it, right? I did like it. Yeah. I'm not, not a big bad. energy drink person. Yeah, me either, so. really. But, but actually, I'm lying. Yes, I am. But <laughs> I love love energy drink. I'm a coffee. I'm a coffee. Very big. Black coffee, coffee or... A little bit of cream of sugar. Yeah. With a shot of espresso, though. So. See, I, I I don't... I like espresso martinis. So would I like espresso in my coffee? I mean, it's I know a there's very, no alcohol very, very, very strong coffee. Yeah. Okay. It's it's, it's a concentrated... Because I've been... I've, I've went from, you know, the cream and sugar, and now I can drink it black with, like, a little bit of sugar-free vanilla in it. You'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm thinking about trying You'll it. You'll be okay. Yeah. But uh, just to jump back in to the vintage scene... All right, you went. You were your grandma on the Social Security. You jump into this Goodwill, right? And you're looking through stuff, and you you're posting on eBay, and you're seeing the market, right? So when it went, when was that triggering moment where you're like, "All right, this is it. I'm gonna open my own shop." You know what I mean? And what brought me to what what made me follow your page from the rip? I think I've been following you like two years now. Is because of the logo. I'm a big Back to the Future nerd. I'm surprised I don't have a I don't have a DeLorean or something tattooed on me. If I'm being completely honest, <laughs> I love that. I, all this is the stuff I grew up in there protecting Philadelphia. So I have to oh, figure so cool. out. I put something Back to the Future. I want to get the flux capacitor. I always had the idea of getting a flux capacitor like over my heart, mm. but I don't know if that would make sense. But <laughs> it, my heart doesn't make time travel possible. But uh, when I saw your logo. I was like, I'm going to get along with this guy, yeah. right? And then I said to Grizel earlier, you were listening to pop punk during your thing. So I was like, maybe he likes pop punk music. I think that we just become best friends. Oh, I can't so- lie. That, the pop punk was my guy here. Oh, uh, okay. All right, that's um, fine. I've vintage, thanks vintage to that. Uh, yeah. My mom was big. Like I remember when I was younger, she was big like uh, Metallica, Meatloaf. Yeah. And I saw she was big rock music. Um, yeah. I... Grew up strictly rap, hip hop, KRS One stuff. Um, yeah, when I was like, you know, I didn't get into that. Like, I'm, I was born in '92, so okay. You know, I got into KRS. <laughs> you wonder how I got introduced to KRS One? Get Rich or Die Trying. Okay, um, yeah. In that movie, he's rapping to KRS One right in a mirror, yeah. and uh, it was like, whoa, what is that? And yeah, it really yeah. Put me on to like, yeah. 80s hip-hop and like the culture yeah so you were like more you know the mainstream early 90s very big yeah, yeah. of course that was your 50 cent your your early 2000s was that uh 
Get Rich or Die Trying in 04 or 05. I'm say the Blueprint Jay-Z album was out around then. Mm-hmm. Was it Blueprint? What Parking Lot Pimpin' was my song. God. My brother had an 87 Grand Prix with two like humongous subs in the trunk. That thing was, he rattled his taillights loose in that <laughs> car with that. that song. I love that song. Parking Lot Pimpin' was my favorite song. I'll never forget the one year it like snowed and we would, if we knew snow was coming the next day. I can't believe it. I saw like people posting online the other day, like, "Oh, like announcing a day earlier that kids Dude. are off from school when there's not even a flurry outside." Well, they don't even get off now. They have this virtual learning shit, That's, so like okay. they don't even get well, snow days anymore. I think around here, these kids had off. Oh, really? They were announced off. Not in Philly, they, dude. If they said right now six inches is coming tomorrow, these kids were announced off today on Facebook. I'm like, yo, I was up at 5 a.m. waiting for the news to post <laughs> uh, my school. We had to listen the on the- second that happened, we were like hyping out the door. Like, Me and my brother were hooked on the radio, waiting. Uh, and then if you, if like our number was like 702, we would tune in and we'd <laughs> like, just wait for it. It would be in the 800s. Like, damn, we missed oh, it. Oh, damn. We had to wait around for the next hour, like for it to come back <laughs> on. And we were like almost going to be late to school. It was- but- so <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We, this is what we were talking earlier. We were like, I don't think we're gonna talk for two hours. This no, is what happens. Yeah. yeah. But the one year I was young as hell, and my I woke up and I don't know what year it was. Jay Z did like a documentary or like it's like an hour long video he did with like HBO where he like yeah. shoots behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And my aunt had that play, and while she's like waiting for the schools to line up, and that's what I'm sitting and watching at the age of like ten. Like okay, that. you know what I mean? So my yeah. my introduction to hip hop was just. It was what I liked. It related to a lot of how I felt. I feel like, you know, with just anger, I guess you can say. And, like, yeah. you don't realize how angry a lot of those dudes are. And it comes out on that. So, like... To be honest, it, you people, it's it's subconscious. But, like, a lot of people relate to music out, out of subconscious. So, they listen to words and lyrics of a song. And they just connect with it. And you don't even know why. I, until you actually read the lyrics. And then it makes sense. Oh, yeah. And there's just something I've always said. And, like, people ask me, like oh, is that song good? Or like, oh, like, is this a good song? It's like, yo, did that song make you feel a type of way? Yeah. Happy, sad? Did you cry? Did you feel angry after it? Did you want to throw it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it did something to you, I believe it was a good song because that artist did his job. Right. Or their job. Amen. Job. Yeah, and I that's mean? why, like, uh, they, people people listen to back to Linkin Park albums now and they, you know, Chester got, you know, rest in peace, He, you would listen to his songs and you could hear the pain in his voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. the people can relate to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Uh, but just to back, jump back on track now, yeah, we're good. we derailed for a little bit. Now we're hitting the switch, getting back on the track. Oh, I forget there's a camera over there. I'm yeah, there's a there's camera here and there's too. a camera here. This is the group shot of your beautiful thing, uh, a beautiful wall of, of Gumby, also another tattoo I should have. Who's the Who's the military guy? Dude, small soldiers. That's what it was. Come okay, on. No, that's no, my no, favorite no, I'm just, movie. I, <laughs> like I'm just thinking. I'm just no, thinking you're okay. Where that's it's uh, he's fighting the Gorgonite. Yeah, now I remember. Two dudes. As soon as you said it, small yeah, soldiers. Dude. That movie. Um, yeah, that's wild. But so, you know, uh, like I said, you were in the corporate world and you were talking about you, you know, you jumping into doing this and like, what was that triggering moment when you were like, I got to do it. I'm doing it. I'm jumping in. So the, there was one with, dude. Every day working how I worked, you know as a manager or district manager of multiple stores and mm-hmm. buyer and doing all these things, you're working 40 plus hours a week for a salary. Usually, <laughs> you know, if you work a salary and you break, like no matter what, break it down, you work an hourly wage. Oh yeah. Like, you average an hourly, you work a year. And if you break that down, you have an hourly wage. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time where I broke down my hourly wage and it's like I had sales associates almost making the same amount as me. 
with their commissions, if not yeah. more. I wasn't making commissions as what I was doing. So I told myself out of like, I would leave, I, I could get done work after working an eight hour shift, go sell a pair of shoes I bought off of Craigslist. Cause that's, that's how I flipped a lot of sneakers. My early sneaker flipping was with Craigslist. Yeah. Um, I could, you know, I'd buy a pair of Jordan 12s five miles away from my house at 17, just got my license, buy a pair of Jordan 12s at five miles away for 50, 60 bucks, take them home, clean them. Three hours later, post them back on Craigslist or another site. Flip them. Have them the next day I'm at work and after my eight hour shift during it, texting someone out buying them, meet with them after my eight hour shift. And flip them for 120 to 150. Damn. So I broke down the one day. I literally like, told someone this the other day. I, said, I broke down. I literally, <laughs> I broke down the hourly. Like, it took me 30 minutes to drive to get those sneakers. It took me 30 minutes to drive back home. It took me f- 10 minutes to clean them, another 10 minutes to list them, and another 15 minutes to meet this dude at Thetford Mall. Because I would usually meet people at the mall anyway, because I worked there. So really didn't, I was there. <laughs> my profit was a hundred bucks. So I just went from making, you know, <laughs> my company values me at $13 an hour, but I just proved to myself I make a hundred an hour. Yeah. Why am I not doing it every day? Yeah. Now, was that the time where I jumped and went and opened my own store? Hell no. Scared as hell. Just like, couldn't do it. But kept telling myself and kept telling myself and kept telling myself and kept telling myself and like you're worth more and you can work harder and grind harder and I kept doing that once I got onto eBay and introduced to eBay and really started grinding working eight hours a day going thrifting in between I would go thrifting before work on my lunch break and after work at this time Goodwills were open till nine o'clock yeah I'd be there till nine o'clock come home list on eBay until three in the morning, go to sleep, wake up at 6 a.m. and do it all over again. Damn. Every day. <clears throat> like, there was a podcast I watched at that time. Yeah. That, like, really made me do that. It was <laughs> it was Gary V. Yeah. He straight said he was. He's a real one, man. Dude, this is, yeah, it was like 10 years ago, eight to 10 years ago. I was, I was never a big gamer, but I always yeah. had a game system and played, like, campaign modes. Yeah, yeah. I was literally playing a game listening to a podcast on like facebook or him talk yeah and he said people are complaining about not being able to pay their bills and not do all this stuff but watching football and playing video games when they're done work instead of working on something that they're good at to make money yeah (laughs) i sold my fucking playstation the next day sorry i'm not supposed to curse i feel no you can curse okay i didn't know yeah you can curse for the next couple weeks Um, okay um (laughs) I sold my PlayStation the next day and really yeah. hunkered down getting. She gets on me all the time about it because I'll be on call of duty to like four in the morning with my friends. I, <laughs> dude, so what I did is probably like the way I hunkered down on that is yeah. not great because granted it got me to where I'm at right now. I'm struggling getting out of it falling like i don't give myself as much relaxation time as i should i don't give myself as much downtime as i should well that's why you're grinding hard now yeah so you can relax later but that's the thing and like i keep telling myself that but it's like it makes you i don't know like you brought up my grandmother earlier and i yeah you know what i mean i see her once a week when i should feel how old is she just turned 73 so i have a dad Um, he just turned 92 my dad's 92 so like i feel the same way that's awesome yeah so it's like so 
what, what I what, what I if I can give you any advice at all is if you do have a couple minutes, just, yeah, just shoot her yeah. shoot her a ring, I drop her to, a line. Well, dude, I don't even get I get my mail. Like I can have my mail sent here. I can have my mail sent to my apartment. I strictly still have my mail sent to her house to like no matter what I have like. There's no reason to not. You have to go there. Like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And it's like sounds stupid. And it's no, like, because I I have a savings I'm bank. I'm so big and like, oh, I'll go there and get my whatever next week, and I won't. So I made sure, like, when I'm waiting, like, I have to pick up my packages. So. Yeah. So I have the kind of the same thing. My savings bank is around the corner from my dad, and I keep uh-huh. it that way. I don't have uh-huh. a debit card for that thing. Nothing. Yeah. And like, I'll. I, I had to physically go there to get the money out, right? So I do that so I can go spend time with my dad. I keep my truck at my dad's house so I can go work on it there. So it's like you, we, we have those vices that give us the reason, right? So now you have that reason. So at least you're checking in, you know, oh, once yeah. a week, you know 100%. what I mean, which is great. So like the one thing I could say, if I could say give you any advice that's coming from, you know, someone and kind of in the same situation, you know, you lost a parent and you only have that one left, like, well, you know, the someone that took no, care yeah. of you. Yeah. Is just drop them a line when you can. When you get oh, a free yeah, minute, 10 minutes in the car, that mean the world to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but that's awesome, though, that you still, you know, you'd wind up doing those kind of oh, things. Because yeah. it's the little things that matter in life. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> so uh, when was the day? When when did you open here? <sighs> June 15th. Like, actually open? Yes. Or June 15th. Uh, what year? 2020. 2020. So you've been in like, this location? Like the day New Jersey. So oh, I still right. worked. I remember you said that the day Jersey. No, well, that down. was in, that <clears throat> was, that was February. That was March. I bought the storefront, in, uh, not bought, but I started renting the storefront in February. Okay. Uh, built it for the month. Um, With $2,000, you said? Bro, that's why I got this storefront because it was slot walled. I can give, like, I've told the whole story. Yeah, before, yeah. We looked at this. It was this location was only available through a realtor. My realtor had found it. I had already previously looked at a location a couple blocks away. That was I talked to like uh, someone yeah. told me about before, because um, that day was like a real big wake up. And these people like ghosted my realtor mm. out of nowhere, and like two weeks went by and I was waiting. Main reason what I'm trying to say is I wanted this storefront because slot wall was already in here. So it's one thing I had that, yeah. Well I worked retail yeah. and I ran multiple retail stores. I had access to all of this stuff where I knew I could get wholesale access to all of this mm. stuff. I actually I'll still I, I probably thanked them before, but like my old boss I called him one day. I was like, yo, can you like tell me the wholesale website for our like slot walls and stuff? As I was like trying to build out the story, he's like, dude, go to every one of your stores and just take what you need. Mm. He like they like pretty much like gifted gave you. me this yeah thing, dude. yeah wow that's awesome and it really helped me out dude it sounded like it was a real one real one a boss that, super yeah. yeah even the owners of the company super great people um pro and sports they're local they have them in Philly they're all over here they're all owned by the same people for the most part great guys the um just really helped me with doing yeah. that that's why I wanted this store because I was able to just build it out that's one less so, thing you have to worry about yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was telling her earlier, like, dude, <laughs> scroll down. <laughs> like, go look at the Instagram. Go on yeah. Google. Make it easier. Don't scroll through 2,000 pictures on Instagram. Yeah. Go on Google and look at the images and, like, just scroll down, like, 20 images because I never updated those over the years. And I didn't know I was, like, supposed to. I thought, like, it would. <laughs> it did it automatically. Yeah, like, it would take them from my Instagram or something. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you look at, like, the first few, it's, like, dude, I used to have a DX uh, Triple H cutout back there. And, like, but it was just, like, Triple H, a metal rack. <laughs> and yeah. like a metal, ra- it was, 
it was as best as I could. Right. Like, at that time, nobody was doing this. Like, there yeah. wasn't a vintage store in South Jersey. There was nobody around here um, doing it. And it was, that was my biggest thing. I wanted to just bring what I loved to where I loved or where yeah. I'm from, at least. Yeah. And it's to kinda, the Philadelphia area, of course. Right. Like, so that's kind of um, what I'm kind of doing when showcasing small businesses and, pe- and want, wanting people to know what's behind it. Right. So this is your way of giving back to the community. Yeah. Because this is what's going to be a good segue into the story. Uh, it was a recent story you posted on your Instagram. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm really froggy today. I don't know what's going on. I, I didn't talk got, at all yesterday. You got a water, right? Did we? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's uh, it's. I don't think that's going to help. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's like I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't think I talked enough yesterday. So, uh, I scrolled down your Instagram. That's what I like to do with some of the small businesses to kind of see, of course, like more about the person before I come talk to them, right? And I saw this cool story. That um, just in case you guys uh, don't follow him on Instagram, it is past the present. Uh, SJ, right? SJ, SJ right. Yep. So you scroll down. This gentleman came in here and he was looking for a Pacific Eagles hat and he wanted to see if you had it, right? Weirdest like situation. Because I couldn't even like, if you read it, touche, thank you for reading that. Oh yeah, I read the whole thing. Anybody yeah. that read that long post, thank you. Um, <clears throat> that thing needed a real, and that was another wake up for me. I've had in my notes for a year, over a year, the story behind it, YouTube. Because like I need to start telling stuff and sharing my experiences over the years. Um, let's talk after this. Cause I, I definitely, yeah, would I would to love to talk with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to bring it up to you earlier. After yeah. That. But dude, the day scratch that you don't even know about it. It's the day, two days before Christmas Eve. I'm running all over storage back and forth. I have a little antique booth. I'm running everywhere, dude. <laughs> I cleaned out my car the one day. Cause I was just so like, I needed to get an order back there. Yeah. <laughs> Under a bunch of stuff. I found a bag like a duffel bag with crushed, beat-up hats. And I buy beat hats. I buy every hat you see. Again, gets yeah. cleaned. We do our work to them. Um, Some of these were, Sunoco hats are crazy. My, my family owned a Sunoco store, oh, so dude, seeing these. Take, don't let me forget that. Take one of those. There's a bunch of them in there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're good. I don't need them. Um, I find this bag of hats, and it's Eagles a couple days before uh, Christmas, so Eagles are still hot. It's crazy. And I bought this bag of hats probably six months ago. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you where they came from. Couldn't tell you who I bought them. Probably at the flea market one day. And just to clean up, and you know, eventually I'll get to it. I have boxes of hats like that. Go through the bag real fast. Yeah. Pick out this Eagles hat. Because that day I was like, yo, I've never seen this. I'm going to keep it. Clean it for myself and keep it. <laughs> that day, six months later, find it cleaning out my car and throw it on my front seat. I throw it on my front seat. Leave it there. Don't bring it inside that night. Next morning, running around, coming to the store. Right before me, literally walking in from the parking lot, two older gentlemen are walking in. I'm right behind them. The door's open for me. I was like, yeah, you guys don't have to shut that. I got it. Carrying a bag. Come over, drop my bag. Go into the back room and start doing my work. Door's open. Matt's at the register. They're walking around. I hear the gentleman ask Matt for a hat. Oh, it's an Eagles hat. And he's like, this and that. He's like, dude, I don't think it exists, though. Like, I'm telling you, I can't find it anywhere. But it was spelled backwards. I heard that and I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And he kept talking. He's like, white with a green brim. And dude, he's like, you know what? Maybe it doesn't exist. Like, it might not. And I walked out of the room right there. I was like, dude, give me one minute. Yeah. I went into the back, into my car, came back in. And lo and behold, it was the hat he was looking for. He had it since he was a kid. He was telling us that story. And, you know, him and his buddy, his buddy was in the store and he asked his buddy and, it was the hat, man, and uh, yeah, I ended up 
giving it to him, selling it to him. Yeah. Um, for what I paid for it. Yeah. And it was really cool. Like, so I, what? When you experience a moment like that, do you get like goosebumps when you hear? Legitimately. Yeah. I could. I'm getting goosebumps like this thing. Sounds about. really like like dude. I could cry sometimes. No. If I really thought about it. like I did. So this hoodie I'm wearing, it's actually like I didn't wear it for this reason. This hoodie I'm wearing is a really good representation, and it really kept my like I don't want to say faith, but my spirits alive. This was right. I got this hoodie, so I traveled to Rhode Island, um, for an event September first, a week before we did our Eagles drop. Like it was, I knew that was go time. My birthday is August thirtieth. It was my birthday, Rhode Island go time. Because once Eagles yeah. hit, it's running in the holiday, and I'm not stopping until right now. Right. So. I went to Rhode Island. It was supposed to be a really good event for myself. I brought a bunch of stuff. Ended up going alone, doing the whole event by myself. It was not as well as I thought. I had a really bad trip. I got sick oh. one night, horribly sick, like horrible. But I have um, my favorite artist in general is Obey or Shepard yeah. Ferry. Mm-hmm. And he went to school in Rhode Island. I have a huge, so this is an Obey sweatshirt. But yeah. Giant is what it was called before Obey early oh, 90s i didn't know that very okay. very first like printing company yeah these they're not easy to find t-shirts aren't easy to find over the past like 10 years i have been curating from all over the world his original shirts so this year i was like i'm gonna bring this stuff up there and i'm gonna at least get a picture with this and you know maybe go to a school talk to them i had a really bad event got sick that night Woke up after being sick right after the event. Woke up at like four in the morning. Was so sick. Best part about Prov- Providence, it's college, city. Everything was open late. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk the city. I'm leaving tomorrow. Let me just make this trip worth it. I wanted to go see some of his murals. So I go and see some of his murals. Cool. So you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to go to Rhode Island School of Art. And I'm going to see if I can like take a picture there. Or if they'll let me. Just for Instagram, get some content. Yeah. I called them in the morning and it was Labor Day weekend and they're like, we would love that and we would like to actually maybe discuss something further. We just can't this weekend. And I was like, okay, cool, that's fine. I'll just do it at the mural in my head. I checked out of my hotel, I packed my bag and I started to drive to the mural that I was going to take the picture at. On my way there, I said, you know what, dude? I don't know why. You ever just get that voice in your head? It's like, just go. to the Yeah. Show. Just like go there and see what's up. At least yeah. go see the artwork. So I turn around, I put my GPS in for the school, and I start driving to the school. Can't find parking on my way to the school. If you know me, dude, if I didn't want to be there and I can't find parking, I'm really probably just going to leave. Same. <laughs> I don't know what, but I stayed. Kept driving around, driving around, and it's a hilly city. Driving, driving. Finally find parking. I end up walking, you know, about a half a mile to the school. Took a cool picture of my hat out front. Start walking up these really, really, really long steps to enter into the art building. So it's like... 30 steps, almost 90 degree angle. It's like on a mountain, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> and then a platform where there's like a little parking lot for, I guess, staff. There's like pillars there. And then there's another about 25 steps. Well, there's people blocking those steps. I look to my right, just looking around. And I see this picture on the pillar. And it's like, weird, funky yard sale. It has an address on it for that date. Started at. 12 and it was like 2 p.m. I put the address in. It was for like Warwick or it was about 25 to 30 minutes north of Rhode Island. Mind you, I'm checked out of my hotel. I'm supposed to drive seven and a half hours back home. I don't know why, dude, but I went to that um, place. Long story short, dude, I 
found this hoodie there. The guy who was running the yard sale was a kid who used to skateboard back in that time when Shepard had his own company. And he had other stuff. He had things there that related to me and what I... It... It, like... That feeling of, like, never... I, like, I thought shirts could make me feel every type of way. Yeah, yeah. Mad, happy, sad, making money, losing money. Never in my life did I feel something bring back, like, my hope. And, like, dude, I I was, like... I wanted to throw in the towel on events at that point. Yeah. I wanted to, like, I was so, I knew I was about to go into the hardest few months of my retail for the next half a year. I knew I was about to go into the hardest few months of it. And like, I did not want to go into it like that. And that day was like, did I drove home seven hours and cried? Like, yeah, it was, a, it was a surreal experience. I think the universe talk, it talks to you in certain ways. No. And that's and that day. Your, your, your universe, your world was telling you to keep going. No, yeah, 100%. I truly believe that because I was at a point. There was a reason why you didn't bring that Eagles hat in your house. No, yeah, I believe in that. Yeah. I truly do. Like, there's situations that happen like that all the time. Yeah. Like, I really believe in that. Yeah. The reason, another reason I really opened the store wasn't so we can really sell people stuff. Like, our eBay page is pretty, like, I've been running it. Well, my employee now runs it, but it's been active for a while. We do well on there. We don't, I'm not saying we don't need the storefront, but we do well enough on eBay to where, I really opened the store because I wanted people to stop like giving this stuff away. Like you give yeah. it to Goodwill, you give it to, you know, all these places and donate it and sell it for a dollar. Trust me, I'm pissed. <laughs> I bet. And you, I hear that all the time and it's, yeah. it's okay. I, mean, I have nothing of worth value now. It's all pretty, you know, newer stuff, but um, it's but, wild to see. It's like walking around and like seeing the, like, so <laughs> this is a, this is a great segue actually. <laughs> to my next question, how do you price vintage clothing? Um, I used to be able to, like, literally, you could bring me any shirt and I could tell you what it's worth off the rip. Because at one point, the market was kind of, it's like, I tell people it's like stock, dude. Like, the market was here and it, like, yeah. kind of laid where it was for a little bit. Uh, recently, it's tanked. There are shirts that I used to sell. I got, like I said, I used to sell shirts for 300 bucks. Now they sell for 100. I used to sell shirts for 500 bucks. Now they sell for 50. Like, it happens. Um, every single thing, for the most part, we always look everything up. Um, so there's a secondhand market for almost everything. Oh, yeah. Um, it might not be a vintage seller selling it. It might be just a person that has it or whatever. But in my opinion, there's stuff that, like, I could see something on eBay right now for 20 bucks, but I value it higher or I think it's worth more. So I'll go on eBay and buy it for 20 bucks, and now I control the market. That's what I did with this jersey. Like that's like it's a blank, but I was like this. I think I got it for forty bucks. Great, yeah. The steal, yeah. That's great a, price. Authentic. Sell them for sixty to eighty. Yeah, all day. I was like I is saw. It, it. I was just. I think that's an authentic. Does it have a strap on it? And no, it doesn't have okay, a strap. Okay, okay. Because I. That's how you know it was actually. That's like the yeah. three. Yeah, they're yeah, up there. I was like, now you got a super steal. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but all day I saw that for sixty to eighty dollars. Really? Yeah. So I did make it good because I, I. It was funny. We were talking about. I grab one right now. Yeah, no, you have a bunch of them. I was actually gonna look at that one coat you got. Um, we were. It was funny. We were talking about mutual friends earlier, and uh, you did um, a post with Fletcher Cox, who I know, um, and I brought up Jeremy Macklin. And I, you know how I got his jerseys? I got his because I bought the Iverson um, Eagles color. Uh, were they were they questions? Or the answers, Ooh. dude. I just sold those this year. I sold a pair of those. This yeah, year. so I have a pair of those, right? I'm a big Reebok guy. Um, I'm actually wearing a pair of ventilators right now because um, they were they were big a couple years ago. Um, but 
And I was like, I got to find Macklin's draft jersey, mm. the Reebok one with the heavy letters. You know what, what I mean? About, yeah. I found it That's on eBay. Awesome. Got yeah. it for $17. It's great. Steel. Such a steal. <laughs> Authentic, too. Like, the letters are so heavy. Like I, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, it's so heavy. No, off of when I very, very, very first started. So yeah. I worked I worked in a store that sold those. Yeah, yeah. So like you're talking Vic era McCoy. Yeah. I had McCoy's yeah. rookie jersey number twenty nine authentic. Snap, I had yeah. crazy stuff. Because we did a signing with him when he first signed for us. Oh bet. Yeah. Um <laughs> the one day we were sitting, like years later, all of them are gone. My store in Defford still has like Dude, we dumped money into those that year. And, you know, $300 authentic jerseys, like, we paid 150 for them. <laughs> so yeah. we're sitting on a whole bunch of them. And he's pulling, he's like, Joe, every week just go down 20 bucks, 30 bucks on Yeah. To the point where they're at, like, $80. And I'm like, Prem, what do you want me to do with these? He's just like, I don't care. And I said, I'll buy them a bunch off of you right now if you give them to me for, like, a stupid price. Ends up agreeing with me, gives me a bunch of them for a stupid price. Sold them at the fucking flea market, dude, for like 20 bucks a piece. And I regret it to this day. Oh, I bet, yeah. Because like they were just like... Because the Reebok ones are so hard to come by. They're so beautiful. Like, yeah. They were great jerseys. Yeah. I found his... I found his... Uh, when they switched over to Nike, too, I found his Nike one. Because I... But just to show you the vintage market, right? Especially even with jerseys. It's, it's Everything. wild. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, now Jews, I, obviously hats, I'm jerseys. buying it off a regular person. It wasn't like a vintage shop, so you obviously didn't know what they had. Well, that's the thing too, man, and that's where I'm like another where I'm arguing myself. Like you just like I'm not mad at what you just said, but like I feel like I might have lo- like I lost a lot of people over the years because when I first started, it was like you could just tell like I wasn't very on the being on Instagram at that time wasn't really the thing. Like for yeah. at least like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Now it's like more vocal and reels are up there, but I, God, I lost again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep losing. So you're you you're not mad at what I said about? Um, I'm I, struggling with yes. Yeah. Um, I used to just be a person that was finding cool stuff. It was Joe finding cool stuff. Yes, past to present was called past to present SJ. It's always yeah. been past to present SJ. But you could tell there was just one person behind it. And then I got a storefront, and now my posts go from, you know being at the flea market today to being in a store tomorrow to being at my house this weekend to being over here to being over there yeah to store 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 no matter where i got the stuff let's take it back to the store get pictures there take it back to the store get pictures there it makes sense to where it became i feel more uniform and that's like a thing i'm starting to you know where's like where do i go organic where do i go you know more not commercial but we got you're almost sixteen thousand followers that's pretty that's that's an accomplishment it is, and I'm not taking from that. That's huge. I, I But so I've, that's where the uniformity comes in that you're talking about. I know people who have been doing this a lot less time than us that have f- f- over 30,000 followers. That's fine. And it's fine. not a shot to them because yeah. I know they're doing things differently, differently than me, and it inspires me to learn different ways. I told you earlier, like yeah. I'm learning how to do different things. I'm not trying to master anything. But I've learned my faults and where I've went wrong. And, you know, having that podcast in my notes for a year didn't help me. Right. But talking about it and maybe putting it into motion, that's why I started making posts about it. Yeah. And stuff like that. Just to convince myself, like, do this, do this. That post got almost like 500 likes, just as much as the Fletcher one when I first posted yeah. that. Yeah. That was it's relatable. Like a way- and that's... I feel like I can relate with so many people in so many different ways and help people in different ways. And that's where I want to start getting more into 
sharing that. This is your universe. T- it put put me in your path now because yeah. now I'm, I I want to help you with that. I think I I'd actually want to collaborate on something. Yeah, like we can. That. Yeah, 100%. That, that's that that just sounds a way of giving back to how I'm giving back to small business now. This is giving back to people. Yeah. Right. And like, obviously I'm giving back to people right now, of course. obviously, but I'm talking more on a one-to-one basis. Right. Yeah. So like I sent, I, uh, the other day, uh, I, you know, you I, actually, I think it was yesterday or this morning you posted that Vikings coat. Right. Mm, wow. So, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a mutual friend now. Mutual is not the right word. I'm a, I just became friends with Mosh, the sneaker customizer, Mosh. Wow. And <laughs> I'm on his A list of buying sneakers from him now, but up. he's a big Vikings guy. And I was like, yo, I was, so, I was talking to him yesterday and I, you posted the Vikings code. I sent it to him this morning and I'm like, dude, I have this, I'm, I'm meeting with this guy today. He's going to be on the podcast thought of you when i saw this coat he's like if i didn't have so many satin jackets i would send you money for it right now you know what i mean mosh big vikings fan huge and great dude too but um it's just funny how like relatable this stuff is like you posted the 49ers code that's right behind you my brother has that in his closet love at home love it yeah he has all he has like every one pro line starter mm-hmm. all of them i have raiders one same way i actually might bring them to you so <laughs> now i'm thinking oh, about man. it but Dude, uh you know where there's real money raiders hats you have yeah. los angeles raiders hats you're talking three four or five hundred jesus the one like easy like you know like that's I have another them. thing that's My where like the, that's where a lot of the hip i'm not trying to call, i'm sorry to yeah no like, that's where NWA, a lot of the, man. the culture comes into play is like they didn't come on you know yeah. like that's a picture of somebody wearing something yeah. can make it worth more. So, perfect segue. As soon as Kanye wore, I think it was Kanye. Was it Kanye? Uh, someone wore those parents, those ugly, ugly New Balance shoes that look like Air Force Ones. Someone wore them on stage, and sold out the next day. Yeah. It was Taylor Swift or somebody. Yeah, I dude, when I first opened, I'm a huge Nike SB guy. Yeah. Um. So, like, when we first opened, a lot of the shoes were in here were, like, OG Dunks. Like, I had shelves up there just all, like, all my old OG Dunks. You would have like, loved were used that, and pre-owned. You would have loved the Cut Simon store I was Yeah, well, I couldn't while. sell them for my life. Yeah. Sitting here, people laughing at me. I lie to you not. I sell them wholesale to, like, a homie sneaker shop. Month and a half to two months later, Travis wears, I had a pair of Newcastles up there at $100. Nobody wanted them, which was a stupid steal. I'd buy them right now over and over again for $100. Yeah. If I didn't have two pairs of time, I wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> Sat. Travis wore Newcastle Dungs. Next day, seven, eight, nine. It's wild, dude. Ridiculous. Wild. People asking me if I still had them from months ago. Yeah, it's wild, man. And uh, th- that's why, like, when I, I, I call my studio home the studio because I have my wall of sneakers behind me. I love me. that. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's a lot. I was COVID. No, you said COVID you're a big Reebok Porto. guy? Yeah. What about Shaq? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I look so weird in Shaq Gnosis shoes. Can you fit a cutout in your studio? Oh yeah, for sure. You see, I have the Jordan cutout behind me. Yeah, yeah. Can you fit a cutout? Yeah. All right. It's not here right now. I Dude, just, it, I just <laughs> took it out of here. I have his. I have his Orlando Magic jersey at my so house, I, my I, dad's I have house. His Orlando Magic cutout of the Reebok pump. Dude, he's uh, holding. It's either I think it's the pumps. I'm yeah, sure I, the people pumps. hate on me all the time because I I wear Reebok, Saucony, um, and now Mashi's runners. But um, I'm more of like in the runners and basketball shoes now, mm-hmm. and Reebok and. You know, he he listens to the podcast too. Uh, you probably see him on Instagram, Sneaker Grandpa. He's like an older mm-hmm. sneakerhead, mm-hmm. big another friend of mine. Um, 
he got me into Reebok, right? And mm-hmm. this is probably where it's going to relate to your vintage stuff. And he got me into Reebok and Saucony's, like the collab stuff, right? So when the Reebok ventilator, these are probably uh, 2012, 2013. It was like the 20th anniversary of the mm-hmm. Reebok ventilator, mm-hmm. right? So he got me to appreciate sneakers for the quality, how they're made, the textures, the detail. That's why I love Diodora. Right. When I was younger. Right. Diodora is another slept on brand. I only have a couple pairs, but um, so this is where I think it translates to vintage because, you know, the sewing was different back then. The mm-hmm. colors use was different. Quality of everything. The quali- right. The, the, the heavy duty cottons and like, Dude. it's just something that doesn't happen anymore. Go buy an authentic jersey from the store. Right trash. Now. It's screen printed. Yeah. It's trash. I'm not like, it's just a shame. And like, People used to ask me in retail all the time, why, like, Nike, I'm not even lying to you. I'm not knocking anybody. I yeah. don't even want to be talking about name brands. God forbid. Like, I don't need anybody coming at me. But, no. Dude, I watched it in the years. When Nike first took over the NFL contract, first jerseys that came out, I'll use the the uh, limited jersey as the example, the mid, the yeah. one you're wearing, not the yeah, yeah. screen, not the authentic, but right in the middle. Right. It's your biggest retail jersey. It's a mid-stitch, usually. I watched it go from 120 to 130 to 140 to 150 to now I don't even know where they're at. Yeah. And I watched the quality dropped every year. Why did they do this? Why did they do this? When the Kelly Greens first came out, Jalen Hurts' number was like crooked. Yeah. they don't. Dude, I've had jerseys with names on backwards. Yeah. I mean, like we send those back, but like yeah, they yeah. don't. But you know the answer to why do they raise the price? Why do they raise the price? Because you're still in front of me buying it. Yep. And they know you're going to. So, like, you know what I mean? The That's thing why is- I think about vintage so much is back then, money was so, so people held on to it. Mm-hmm. So you really needed to make a product look a certain way and feel a certain way to make me justify spending this money. You know, when I, the Reebok pumps first came out, my parents gave me so much pushback because they were like $120. Yeah. They were the most expensive shoe you could buy. One, because the number one player in the world was wearing them. And- Shaq, uh, obviously, didn't, you didn't know. Um, <laughs> that was a stupid question, stupid statement. <laughs> but they gave me so much pushback. I'm like, Mom, Dad, I'll, t- I'll clean them every day. Like, I won't step in dog shit. Like, I'll like literally do everything I can to keep yeah. them nice. And I did. I kept them for the longest That's time awesome. so the soles fell off. That's awesome. You know what I mean? But stuff back in the 90s and everything, like everything I see in this store, I see the quality of the shirts and they still hold up because they're worth the money. Yeah. I say it all the time. It's wild. That's why. I mean, there's like, <laughs> there's a reason you're here. Like, that's that's the thing. Yeah. They're still here. There's a reason that shirt's here. 30, 20, 10, 15 like, years later. Behind me, right, like, uh, I guess what I'm looking at on my right eye is that Jeff Gordon Dupont shirt. The colors mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking wild. The stuff they did was ridiculous. It's nutty, bro. You're not seeing two sided printed shirts where it's going around the side anymore. It's, You're not yeah, seeing like, those are called like all over print. Like in yeah. our world, it's called an all over print shirt. There's a print on the entire. And you're not seeing that now. And if you are, they're going to charge you probably. Like the market on those have dropped a little bit. They were around 150 at one point. Now, you know, they're 60 to 100 bucks. Yeah. But <laughs> go to a store right now, a printer. And try and have that done, and they'll cost you eighty dollars to print it. Yeah, with that much material and that much ink, and then you're gonna get a shirt that's gonna wash out, fade. And I'm not knocking anybody. Trust me, I know no. great printers. I know yeah. people that can do it. But the 
the quality there, the the hardness and just doing that, the effort that goes into it, the artwork that goes into it, it's not Yeah, it's not easy. It's not like that. And anymore. it's not it's not something that people, you know And unless you're using a high quality blank that's yeah. pre shrunk, like we did a couple, you know, of our own shirts over the years. And the last thing we did this year for the Eagles, like we used a pre faded, pre shrunk, a little oversized. Was that the past present? Well, that's coming out. Jersey. No, those are coming. The the, the hoodie and the crew necks yeah. are coming out. Um, I just haven't had time to get like a good photo shoot with them, but I did gift Fletcher one of those. Yeah, I saw that. Cause that's, so that's tough. That hoodie's coming out. There's a crew neck to that. There's a little something else that's coming out with it. Um, but we did like a Jalen shirt this year, mm-hmm. and it's on a the blank itself is seventeen dollars for a t shirt. What are you using? If you don't mind me asking, the shirt. I forget these were on my hoodies are on independent. Okay. Trading co or independent stuff or something of that nature. They're really good. Um, so I was using uh, Jalen's. I was you. using comfort colors uh, for the longest. They're good. Yeah. They're not bad. But there's I, vintage I, comfort colors. Like, oh yeah. They're still around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I use them because I feel like the, the they use good. Yeah. The quality is great. They're good. Yeah. They're, the one thing I will say is I had to put a disclaimer on my website. So last summer I did a. Uh, I kind of remade my logo into the Stussy font, mm. right? Where they're kind of tough. Like I love them. I like the people love the logo, and I like haven't came One off. My of favorite it. brands, man. Yeah. But I, it's... I'm surprised. I'm usually wearing my kickarounds or the Nike Air Max Stussy ones that came out last my year. Kickarounds are the Spirit on Stussies. Yeah, see <laughs> three three pairs of them. Yeah, they're, they're That's so funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a great brand. But I I did a, a whole T-shirt drop on Comfort Colors, and I put a disclaimer on my website: hang dry only. Because when they shrink, mm. they do shrink. Because mm-hmm. they're 100% heavy-duty cotton. Yeah. They will shrink. Oh, 100%. So here's a question for you. That's It's funny how we go off the rails, but it always kind of I always kind of try to bring it back and relate it in a certain way. Do you have a disclaimer when you sell stuff in the store? Like when someone buys something, do you are you giving them a precaution? I mean, not really. Everything, like, that's why, if you notice, I don't know if you looked how hard you looked at our tags, like our tags have measurements on the back I, of them. I did. So yeah. it says like your pit to pit to your length. And if it doesn't, we'll measure it right here for you. Um, Actually, can, can we do that before well, I leave? So there is times. <laughs> um, well, I always tell people to do this. Like um, go get your favorite t-shirt at home. Yeah. Go put your like, find your favorite fitting shirt. Yep. Lay it completely flat on a table or the ground. Get tape measure. Completely flat. Go from pit to pit. Yours is going to be like 22 to 24. You could probably eyeball people. Length right? is going to be like 27 plus. Like, yeah, yeah. That's how you get your range. Yeah. Okay, my favorite fitting shirt's a 22 by 28. So a 23 by 29 is going to be a wee bit bigger. Because like, dude, not everything has tags on it. Not everything. You could have an XL from 1983 and they're size smalls now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Disclaimer wise, like. There's certain products that definitely... I just sold a very, very, very expensive shirt the other day. Uh, one of the most expensive shirts still to this, a Nirvana, if you're like a uh, heart-shaped box shirt. Yeah. We sold Nirvana. it. I sold it once during, you know, when we first opened, we sold this shirt for 4000 Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, trade value. <laughs> you just took my breath away. Jesus. <laughs> Not yet. So uh, even right now. So we sold it once for 4000 in trade value. So... I got cash and a trade, but it equivalated to over four, actually. Um, and then I bought another one over that year, got sold that one for fifteen hundred and a thousand in trade. So that's twenty five. Uh, and then that was, you know, three, four years ago. I just recently that kid who bought that second one sold me his entire collection. It was the biggest purchase I've ever done over like ever. 
Uh, it was a huge buyout, over 500 pieces. Uh, that shirt was in it again. Now, here's the problem. Shirts can go dry rot, so, like, black ink can get bad over the years, and it can yeah. rip if it wasn't washed enough or if it wasn't. So, this shirt was also partially eaten by rats. Mind you, I sold it for $2,500, partially eaten by rats. Whole rib cage showing, whole Stop, rib cage bro. showing. Yeah. So, and it still to this day goes for the last one I think sold probably for 25 Holy um, shit. So, we got it back in the buyout, and I had it. I was at the point I want to get rid of it. You know, we had it at like two grand, trying to take offers. Sold it to a kid the other day, and I told him straight up, look, I've been telling people, like, it's partially, like, did you rip hard enough in certain areas it can rip but like i'll put that thing on right now i'll tug i'll do whatever you want videos of me trying to rip it like it's not dry rod you know what i mean i would never my biggest thing i'll stand on like i'm nobody can say i've done bad business and i've i'll stand on it. my reputation means more than any dollar amount you can offer me yeah uh, my name means more than anything you can offer that says me. a lot about your character uh, i don't care about Granted, money means a lot, but you know how many times I have, you know, you just bought a shirt off me online for 300 bucks, and then someone's like, yo, I'll give you 800 right now, cancel that. No. Like, why? Like, for $500, that's going to hurt. Like, that's not... Yeah, it's bad business. And there's just tons of other examples of that, but I'm very big on just, like, what I stand on. I would never... My biggest, biggest, biggest thing here is I never, ever want someone to leave that door unhappy. Love like, that. And if you are unhappy, like, you can DM us. You yeah. Know? Like, I'm... I'm, I'm one person yeah. and I do have a team here, but like we'll do our best and I've worked customer service my whole life and you know, I've learned the customer's not always right and there's definitely situations, but like, you know, I have the biggest heart in the world and like the last thing I'm trying to do is rip anybody off or Facts. hurt anybody because like I know how bad people can hurt us just by words. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm a business. I'm not Joe Vernacchio anymore and I'm in that part where it's like, how do I go from being a person to being the storefront page to, you know, it's... It's a struggle, dude. It's, yeah, it's, I'm I'm figuring it out every single day. No, still. and that's what a lot of a lot of the small businesses I that I uh, interview, they're always saying that they're learning something new every day, and it's a constant learning all the time. It's, and it's also like a nurture, right? So you're you if you don't have any kids, like this is your kid. Oh, it's my yeah, it's my yeah I mean, baby, dude. Yeah, it's everything I have. I built this. Like, yeah, I didn't go to college. I don't. No have one could take that from you, too. You oh, remember yeah, that? No one could take that yeah. from you. And it's I, don't know, I like. It's I've had my moments in here and sometimes I still don't feel like it's even fully hit me. Like it's it's weird. But yeah. it's we're almost four years in, dude. That's like, fucking awesome. Four years in June. June fifteenth, we opened our doors. So That's what's up. Twenty twenty and now That's we're That's what's up. So um I think this is a another I keep I keep saying segue just because I feel like as you talk, man, it just keeps like you like this one thing about the podcast is like I do it very unscripted, right? Yeah. I do a little deep dive uh, on Instagram and kind of get to know, you know, about the store or the business or the person. But, you know, I feel like you really can't learn about someone unless you talk to them. Right. Because oh, 100%. So as we have a conversation, like I get to know more about the person. So like you're you're going you said you, you used to buy things you thought looked cool and you mm -hmm. were cool. Or right? related to me. Right, or related to you. Like I right. personally collect cartoon stuff because it's what my mom and I would watch when I was growing up. Okay. I well, collect Wizard of Oz t-shirts because it's my grandmother's favorite movie. But that's so, see, you that's relatable. I mean? Yeah. It's relatable right. content because there could be someone out there that's just thinking the same thing. I was afraid, I was scared shitless of those flying monkeys. So, mm -hmm. like, if you had a flying monkey Wizard of Oz t shirt, I'd probably buy it because I, so, those yeah. things used to scare the shit yeah, out of me. weird. So, this is where vintage is so relatable, right? So, what do you remember 
like what uh, I remember you said it was the Huff stuff, but do you remember when you were in the thrifting, you were thrifting and you saw something that really reminded you of your childhood. The first time you picked something up and you were like, holy shit. Child, like, I'm sure there's a hundred situations I can think of. Any off the top of the um, head? I'm just trying to think of something I found like in the wild, like myself, not like yeah. at a event or, you know, I've definitely found cartoon TV. I like how you say in the wild. <laughs> like in the, yeah, it's in the wild, in the trenches. Oh, dude, it, it, it <laughs> became the trenches. Um, nah. I guess like, I mean, I hate talking about it because I probably talked about it on every show I've ever done, but there's a jacket behind you called, it's the loud, it's a starter jacket. Yeah. It's the loud records jacket. Um, I mean, that's the, probably the jacket that spoke most to me no matter what. Like, related to my childhood, yeah, but, like, I can't lie. Like, when I first picked it up, I wasn't 100% sure until I saw the sleeve. It was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. That jacket is a promo jacket for Loud Records, which, if you don't know, Loud Records is... Best way I can put it is, like, one of Wu-Tang's... For, like, the record yeah. label Wu-Tang was first uh, signed to a lot of New York. They're still around. Very big hip-hop culture, very big history. That was, like... From the history of, I got a book back there I can pull out. It's called the Rap Tease book. Uh, I can pull that out, that different colorway of that jacket's in there. And it's a more common one that was like given to the street team. From like the his, like from the stuff I've researched, that jacket was like a one of one. It was given to a higher up in corporate. Uh, I found it from a lady at the flea market who holds her t-shirts for me. Um, she used to buy out storage units, really older woman, super sweet woman. And she yeah. hold, she would hold her shirts for me. Um, so no, you know, she, yeah. as I'd buy shirts every week, she was like, Oh, I'll start like holding them for you. And I would have people at the flea do that still to this day. Um, there's people that people went to the flea and don't think they have t-shirts, but they do. Um, and then one day I was like, dude, mid July, hot out, sweating, probably my second flea. I'm walking and I'm, she's like, Oh, I have some shirts over there for you. I walk past a box with the sleeve of that sticking out and just see the starter logo and Navy blue. And I'm like, no Yankees jacket shirts. Keep going to the shirts. Of course, I dropped it. Yeah. Keep going over to the shirts. And uh, she didn't have anything that was good. But, like, you know, woman <laughs> loses money almost every week. If I, like, for me to not buy those, it could lose her holding stuff for me. Right, yeah. So I instead of buying those shirts that I didn't want, I was like, okay, I guess I'm buying the starter jacket. Right. Dude, I go pick up that jacket, and it falls out the box. Or next to it, a ball that says I Heart Hip Hop falls off of it. And... I'm like, what is loud? Like, now, cool, I'm about to buy a bootleg jacket. And then I saw the sleeve. And, like, my stomach dropped. I picked up that little dodgeball and it said, I heart hip-hop. And I'm like, this came from somewhere. Posted it, and over the years, have tried to do some research. And I've gotten that far of just finding out, like, still haven't seen that colorway. Still mm -hmm. haven't yet. People have asked about it. But I wore it to meet Raekwon at a bottle signing in Pensalkin, and he, like, freaked out over it. So he signed it. It now has... Bro, you could offer me, I want to say, any amount of money for that jacket, and I'll probably tell you no. Yeah, well, that's because I'll mean something to you. I'll make money. People need to realize money comes and goes. Yeah. It's out there. There's yeah. ways to get it. If you have a hustle, if you have a drive, you can go get it. <laughs> Moments and like stuff like that is few and far between. And that's where, again, I'm learning every day. We learn from everybody we meet, and I'm learning like those. I'm more lucky for those little moments I've gotten for myself or have gotten to you know, share with other people. I didn't get the chance to share this, but the story we spoke on earlier, the uh, backwards hat, that man, dude, he was from South Carolina up here visiting for family for the holidays, leaving Christmas Eve. 
I come to find out after the Facebook post that it was a girl I went to high schools with father-in-law. Snap. Like what? This world like, is so small, man. How weird is that, man? This world, this world we live in is very, very, very tiny. hundred <laughs> percent. And um, so, yeah. So I usually ask this question um, to a lot of businesses and people right around this hour mark. Um, where do you see? So it's a, it's gonna be a two parter. Okay. So where do you see past the present vintage in five years? And then I want you to leave yourself out of it. Okay. Where do you see the store and the culture of the store going in five years? And then I'm going to ask you, where do you see Joe in five years? So make sure you just keep yourself. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, I never want to, like, I don't ever want to shut the store down. You'll hear me jokingly talk like I'm done with this. I'm over it. We're all over what we do. Obviously it's the hard part with the past few years. I've said it before. was making your hobby, your life and your career. Dude, what used to be my freaking getaway from my stress and life became my stress and my life. Yeah. So going to the flea used to be for fun, and now going to the flea was work, and when I'm not finding stuff, it was a loss and a waste yeah. of the day. I had to really balance with that. I never want my store to shut down. I love it. I love it's things like this and like hearing people t- say like how this store makes them feel like i said dude i was struggling halfway through this of wanting to get rid of a lot of it and dumb it down simplify it make it cleaner and not an organized mess but i wanted it also to look like your bedroom in the 90s <laughs> hit it and nail on the head so you can walk in and feel that um i see this store at, like no matter what within the next few years we'll probably have a bigger location um I, I've almost moved to the city a few times. I've looked into Maniunk. I've looked into a few places. I want to say we'll have a second store in the next five years. I don't like to just jump like that though. And I don't like, my thing is, dude, I'm like not a perfectionist. I want this place to be run, and it's running solid, but I'm not comfortable with it yet to where I feel like I can fully step away from here and put my half and half into something else. Um, That's powerful though. No That's- matter. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it shows we, that you really care. You know, a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm making my money. Let me just go try something else. You <laughs> want to make sure your baby, the one you're nurturing, is right, is ready to go. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, when, when your baby's 18, you're ready to push them out of the house. You want to make sure they're right. No, yeah. Um, but I also, I've learned like, I'm not like, I'm not trying to make a million dollars. I'm not trying to get rich because this is where, like, like I said earlier, this is what I love. I'm grateful to be able to do what I love, be able to pay my bills, be able to, you know, live a decent life. Um, I have an okay car. I'm good, like, on my necessities. I'm not going on lavish vacations. I'm not doing nothing crazy. Um, I, but do I want, a, do I want, I, bro, I said earlier, I want to start to relax a little bit. Dude, I have been working since I was 15. And that that's on the books and for people. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. For, and for myself, you know, I would love... I've learned with eBay and learned with online stuff. Uh, there's ways to make money with putting in the work in the future. So, you know, I can not come here for a week and I'm getting money no matter what. I can go take a vacation and get that. Do I feel comfortable doing it? No. But do I want to get to a point where I do? Damn right. I would love to. I'm buying property this year. So the store will always be here. And from here, five years from now, this store will be here. I 
hope so maybe with a bigger location if not a bigger location around here or a second location if i open a second location this store will be here always like i love it like i love the town i love where i'm at it's brought people to this place it's brought people to the town it's brought people to the area like you said dude i can get from philly to here faster than i can get like your house to south street yeah like go find parking and stuff like that and yeah you know like i said i got here in 20 minutes in traffic yeah so i mean so that's nice um i love where we're at but myself i want to buy property yeah personally like i want to venture into other things um i told myself because i've related i've looked into laundromats huge because of what i do yeah you should you wouldn't believe how much money I spend on laundry. Yeah, I bet it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've genuinely looked into it. Like, I've asked, I've also done that as well, looking into laundromats as well. Looking into residual income that makes its money over time. And you don't even have to be there. ATM machines, vending yeah. machines, um, just different ways to make money that you don't have to touch. Yeah. Uh, like, this table, my cousin's doing his little thing right now. Um, he told me we need table and chairs. He has, like, his little rental car, like, his little rental party business. So, I texted him. I was like, yo, February 5th, drop me off. Table chairs out back of my store. Done. Was here yesterday. Yeah. So this is what this is from. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Cool part is though, you know, a year a year ago in Easter, he was struggling with his first business. He tried starting. He's younger than me, dude. He's like my little brother. Like Mm -hmm. you see him struggle, you're struggling. Like he he might not know that, but I just told him this for the first time. Like Easter of last year, he was like, you know, he was going through it, dude. He started his own woodshop business and crafting cool things and he couldn't like I was trying to tell him without like breaking his heart. It's like, bro, when I can go to Michael's and buy what you just spent six hours making and you made mistakes and I can buy like 75 clean cut ones that were make with a machine for half the price, dude, there's like, I'm not trying to kill you. And he learned it the hard way. And I'm glad because he, he you have learned. to, yeah. You gotta let him he was learn. struggling the one time and he was, you know, over Easter, he's like, I don't know what to do with this. Now I'm thinking about this rental business. Think about this. Bro, I might've had like, not much in my account after my bills at that moment. And I was like, yo, let's just go to five below real fast. Like I was there the other day and they had a bunch of, vol- cause he was talking about games and stuff. I was like, dude, they had like, like $10 cornhole boards and dumb stuff. Let's just, dude, I gave him my, this might not be this one, but my table for my events and stuff was in my grandma's basement. And that's where we were. My old 10 by 10 tent was in the back of this store. I was like, bro, I'll give it all to you. And my investment into him to be able to go do that, dude, he turned that, a broken 10 by 10 tent, one table, chairs he bought at Walmart the next day, into a year later, he's 100 tables now doing his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to get into the point where I can have this business, I can have a property. I still rent an apartment, so I want to buy a house. Yeah. Like, that's a plan. I'd wait a couple years, but <laughs> this, um, this well, market here's right where now, yeah. I'm looking into duplexes. Oh, smart. So, I'm going to buy, and like, I mean, people, oh, it's easier said than done, and everybody knows this plan, and if you watch any realtor, you know this plan. Well, if you know, then like, it was impossible if I listened to everybody to open a store. It's impossible. Yeah. You'll never be able to do it. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Until you look up how to make an LLC, or how to get an LLC, and how to do it, and then actually just go do it. So... I'm looking into a duplex and my plan is to buy a duplex, rent half of it out. That pays the mortgage. Person plays my mortgage. I get to save money and now invest into other stuff. Smart. So properties, other things, just. You definitely have that hustler mentality. So if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be you. I try, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. That's that's a great answer. 
That's, uh, I, I, I couldn't even think of a question where you could say that. <laughs> that was perfect. Just trying to be myself. That's, and that's uh, something you, you look in the mirror every day and it's like, who do you look back at? You? It's yourself, right? Yeah. So that's the only thing we can offer this world is be yourself and see what happens. No, yeah. Either you're going to like it or you're not going to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always think about during the podcast, where do I, where do I find the clip? The clip that's going to show the personality of this store. And I'm going to be honest, man, it's going to be hard. You said a lot of stuff in this podcast where I'm like, man, where is this clip going to come from? I appreciate that. So uh, I, I can't wait to, to listen back to it and just find that one. I, I have an idea which one I want to use, but uh, it's going to be impactful, right? And you said a lot of impactful things. So it's just like, it's, it's going to be hard. Just let you know. It's going to be really hard. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk about this tablecloth real quick. Where did you find this? Because <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior, my favorite wrestler. We've, I've had this one. Bushwhacker. It's like, this is great. We have had this one. Big uh, boss, man. This oh. might have been my employee, Matt, who's like my best friend, right hand, if you ever watch. He, he's on the Instagram sometimes. If yeah. you watch any of our other podcasts, he's on a couple of our other podcasts. But uh, this might have been his. It might have been when he found. Um, but I'm a huge wrestling guy. I love wrestling. Yeah. Not 80s as much as um, 90s and attitude. Yeah. Better, but this is just something like it's something i never got rid of because it speaks to us and like a lot of my wrestling stuff i give to our homies over in philly and stuff like that like we try yeah. to give them as support i try to support as many people as i possibly can dude and that's what's you know, up <laughs> it's all about like scratching your back over the yeah. connections dude connections yeah. are huge and building those connections and relationships with people is very big um so I tried to keep that like established in those relationships, but this is one that I had to keep and not let go. Like, yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I want to say me and my brother had these bed sheets. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's so cool. And and that's like uh, so when like I know we're we're right around the hour twenty mark. So um, I just want to like when you're when you're like so you said you and your best friend Matt, he's like your right hand man, mm -hmm. right? So is it, do you guys have the same interest in vintage apparel uh yes i would say so he's a real big guy so it's not easy for him to find some stuff um but definitely he was a uh, actually ended up like when i left pro image for a period of time before opening the store he actually was my boss at champs and um we became friends through that and when i first went over to his house dude he had like og shoes like og pure money fours like mm. from his first year working at champs and stuff like that um he was telling me all the stuff he had at home. So his mom would buy him like every, didn't matter favorite team or not. Like, uh, Bulls won the championship. He got the stuff on like the TV. He got the Packers. He, yeah. He said he still had it all. He worked security in Pittsburgh for up and smoke tours. Like, he had wow. all this stuff I was selling at like his house. And then I introduced him and you know, he was going to the, he was going to the bar every week. He didn't have a lot. He's from Pittsburgh and was moved all over. Um, mm -hmm for champs and stuff like that and when he came out here he really didn't have any friends and was just going to the bar and watching football he loves football matt loves yeah football. going to the bar and watch football every weekend so i was like yo matt come out with me to flee this weekend matt came out to the flea that weekend you've probably people have heard this story before but he watched me pick up a shirt for a dollar and by the time we got home from the flea that day sell it for 150. so i physically turned a one dollar bill into a digital 150 dollar payment bought us lunch and he never not went to the flea again that's amazing, man. Because he already had the interest. He already knew what the stuff was. He already yeah. was looking for it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fucking wild. And you, you, I, I, I totally uh, forgot the. Are you the only child? 
No, I have a sister. You have a sister? Yeah, well, older you, sister. You, you three did, years and four days. This is where we talk so much about different things. No, you're good. Making sure three years and four days older than me. Uh, so does she have any interest in clothes? Yeah, somewhat. I mean, she doesn't care for like the vintage. what I do, but yeah. like Eagle stuff and like obviously like what she likes, just the sports stuff, like NSYNC. Yeah, yeah. I have one of That's her. Right. you did say I have that. her Chris Sorry Brown. Like she yeah. went to Chris Brown's concert in 06. I have the original yeah, yeah. The shirt she bought in the uh, parking lot. Yeah, I apologize. You said they were my sister. No, dude, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, I definitely appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me today. I know you probably had a long day, so I really appreciate it. Um, so go ahead and drop your socials real quick for everybody so they can follow you. Um, my Instagram's past the present SJ. Okay. Um, in there, there's a link tree for our sales sites and stuff like that. Um, that's really the only social I use. Okay. Like my personal, like again, dude, I don't, I'm not, I'm here to promote my story. Like I'm not, yeah. myself is me and the store is me. Like nobody runs my Instagram. You're talking to me. I answer every and I will, single I can, DM. I can justify that. He does, he does answer pretty quick too. I'll answer, answer every DM. Um, you're always talking to a real person. I will. That's one thing I've always said when I've opened a business is I will treat every single dude. I worked retail my whole life. I'll treat every single person as a customer because that's what they are to me. Not only that though, they're not a dollar bill. They're a person, and I've learned that over the years. Relation is yeah. huge, and I'm just very big on treating people. I've just had pages not answer, and I've gotten people like, "Oh, look, I didn't think you'd answer me or anything." Like I answer everybody. You're DMing, you're talking to me. Um, the store's address is 127 Clements Ridge Road, um, Barrington, New Jersey. So we're here seven days a week. Yeah. Uh, 11 to 7 every single day besides Sunday, 12 to 6. Yeah, I love that, man. And I, I feel like we could talk for hours because I have no, so many questions. All day. So definitely, uh, I think we're if, if, you, if I get more than, I don't know, 300 plays in the first week we'll do a part two right, let's that go sound? round two we can yeah we can definitely do a round two because i definitely want to find out how you de definitely get into this um but this has been uh episode oh geez one two three this is episode six of season two love it we're past the present vintage here in south jersey thanks again joe for sitting down with me it means thank a lot you. seriously no thank you I, I uh and this episode has been fueled by rainstorm um make sure you guys check us out on all the streaming platforms as everything is going to be out Thursday, 8 p.m. Um, and then uh, make sure you guys give him a follow on Instagram. And if you love vintage, this is where to go. It's 20 minutes from Philadelphia, so don't be afraid to t jump in your car and get down here. Um, I'm Tonka, your host. Follow at Talking with Tonka on all the socials. Uh, we're here every Thursday at 8. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and uh, catch you next time. Peace.